Hello, and welcome to the Divine Feminine Leaders podcast. We are a feminine view of entrepreneurship for women by women. And what that really means is that we look at a feminine view of work, life, balance, flow, entrepreneurship. We live in this very masculinated culture that while, while that works for more masculine identifying people, it has really kind of squashed what the divine feminine is here to do, which is to help us be in flow and love and ease. And the masculine definitely has its place, but it really is more of the action. And so we really welcome you into the space today. I am so honored to be introducing you to Sonia. And Sonia is a sacred heart emissary and quantum alchemist for divine feminine healing through empowered leadership. She is also the creator of the Christ Codes, a revolutionary evolutionary health system designed to dismantle subliminal beliefs and programs, heal core wounds, and unlock your soul memories for superconscious living. Sonia is also the founder of Modern Mystery School Mastery, dedicated to healing the sacred heart of the divine feminine. And I was so honored to meet Sonia a, a, a month ago, a couple months ago, um, through a meeting that was scheduled. And as we were talking about the work that she does and the work that I do, I was like, you are a perfect fit for the podcast. So I am so honored that you came to join us today, Sonia. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, and, my honor. And, and I'm, I'm curious about, like, tell us a little bit more about the mystery school and how you're helping people and what, it, like, what are the Christ codes? Maybe we start there. All right. Yes, the Christ Codes. The Christ Codes were downloaded from a prayer to Divine Mother to help me heal. Uh, I had a, a lifetime of illness, um, which was predicated upon uh, physical abuse as a child, molestation. Um, on top of that, I was uh, an empath. I was dyslexic and also highly sensitive. And so it was like being in a war zone kind of. And so I turned to drugs um, to numb my pain. And because of the drug use, I contracted a, a virus that I, that I lived with for 40 years. And um, in 2012, I felt like I was dying from that virus. My liver was shutting down. And so I, I, uh, I was praying for help. And um, my little girl showed up uh, and my, my inner child. And I had been praying out to her, calling out to her for years to, to come and talk to me. And she, she wouldn't. And that night I was, you know, on the sofa, literally unable to um, even handle any a remote that was in my hand. I couldn't even operate it. I was so like disconnected from my body. <clears throat> and she came in and she was like maybe five years old. Uh, she looked uh, like she had come out of the concentration camps. She mm -hmm. was old and wrinkled with white thinning hair and she told me that she wanted to die and I realized that that's why I was dying she's the one who wanted to go and so I called out and I reached out to her and I said you know um, let me help you let me love you and she refused she refused to have anything to do with me and so I, I turned to my divine self and 
made a, made a stake in the ground. I put a, a stake in the ground that night that I was going to live, but I didn't want to live like that. And so, um, I, I, uh, went for medical assistance at that point because I, I had left the, the medical community in my twenties because they just created more illness for me. So, so basically, um, to make a long story short, uh, in 2015, I had a medical healing, and then I realized that if I didn't heal the core wounds, if I didn't get rid of my limiting beliefs, that I was just going to create another illness, and this one would probably kill me, because each one I created was worse than the one before. Right. So I, I took myself up to the mountain, because I live in Mount Shasta, and prayed to Divine Mother to, um, to help me heal. And I took full responsibility for everything that I created. And after I finished my prayer, she said, you have been heard. Your prayer has been heard. And so over the next three days, I went through a physical purging. And then shortly thereafter, I started receiving uh, downloads of the Christ codes as light rays, rays of light flowing down into my body, um, just like sun rays, but, but a finer vibration, more rarefied. And instead of the golden color, they were blue rainbow colors flowing down into my body and turning all my cells into diamonds. And <laughs> so, and I, and I, and as that was happening, I started seeing what looked like oil squirting out of me. And I, I became frightened and my divine self said, no, that's your carbon. That's, you know, cause we're, we're a carbon based body, right? So right. my carbon was being released as my diamond light body was being downloaded into me. And then I started um, dreaming about relationships of letters and numbers. And, um, <clears throat> and basically, language is encoded light. And I was receiving a new language so that we could bring in um, uh, an anchor for our light bodies. Mm. And so the, the Christ codes uh, are basically quantum tools working with light, sound, and imagery, uh, quantum, I'm sorry, sacred geometry to help anchor those energies into us. So it works, it, go, it bypasses the mind, the mental mind, which, you know, which is the rational mind can get you lost, right? Completely bypasses that level of the mind and uh, actually reprograms your neural brain patterns. Um, and the, the codes themselves uh, knock down frequencies. Like um, we're, we're constantly being bombarded with radio waves, satellite, Wi-Fi, you name it, 24-7. Plus we right. have the consciousness of man flooding through us already. So depending on where we're resonating, we're we're, as a radio receiver and uh, transmitter, we're pulling in those frequencies. So the codes actually knock down that frequency so that you can align with your heart and begin to receive from the Christ, from unity consciousness, helping to blend and integrate your divine feminine and your, your divine masculine energies. So in a nutshell, that's what the Christ codes do. Uh, they, they really <clears throat> help knock out the limiting beliefs, allow, you, allow those core wounds to come up so that you can now heal them. Because you know, I hear, you hear a lot of people saying, let it go. But letting go is, you can't let it go. You have to embrace it. You have to realize right. that you created it and, and have a conversation with it, basically. Right. And, you know, and call in your divine self, you know, to assist you. And if you're working with ascended masters or angels, you know, call them in. But, you know, really 
uh, it's the Christ codes really take you to the heart, your sacred heart, Adam, and um, have you reestablish that connection with your heart so that you can begin to live through your superpowers or your, your super conscious soul powers and, um, and be able to receive from source the divine inspiration for why you're here. So the Christ codes were that inspiration for me. My story is what allowed me to get to those codes. The illness and everything that I've experienced in my life, you know, 40 years in this life to birth those codes, but it's taken lifetimes of work. Um, even living through different golden ages to be able to bring this work in today. So uh, I feel very impassioned about that about that work, especially since we're living in a time of cataclysmic change and upheaval and ascension. And I, I am um, a prophet. I get, I've been getting prophetic visions since I was a little girl, but of the earth changes that uh, I started getting those right before, about six months before Katrina happened. Mm. I had a, uh, an image of all this uh, sand and earth flowing flowing out of the, the, the golf, you know, the golf handle into the ocean. Wow. And I didn't know what it meant. Um, I didn't know what to do with that information. I had never received anything of that caliber before. So when Katrina happened, I'm like, oh my God, that was Katrina. They were showing me what was going to happen. And I didn't do anything about it. I didn't pray about it. I didn't, you know, I was just really new to me. You didn't know what to do with it at that point. Exactly. Exactly. So so since then, I have been working in triad relationships and, and basically built, try, attempting to build a council of light so we can work at that level to help heal what's going on because what's happening on the planet is uh, really unsolvable at this point. You have to go to, you have to work outside the box, which is why uh, people who are empaths, dyslexics, uh, highly sensitive people, they are not as programmable as people because, because of those gifts. They're, they're, you know, we've been, they've been considered disadvantages, but they're actually our superpowers. And when we learn to embody them and to see the gifts that lie within those uh, and open those up, because those, those will open us up to our soul powers, then we can get uh, in tune to source. What, what is our mission here? Why, why are we here? And so, so I personally am wanting to work with with um, people who have that kind of gift to give. And when I was birthing my gift, um, I didn't have anyone to help me through that process. And so I started searching out for people. Um, and so, and I, and I kind of felt lost. I didn't, I didn't know, it was scary to actually birth something that has never been here before. And it's, you know, and it had to do with language, which being dyslexic, I was very uh, self-conscious about my language. Mm. Uh, school was very difficult for me. And I was labeled stupid and dumb and not going to go very far in life. So I had all those, all that programming to, to go through. And then math was very difficult. Now they, there's an, a numerical aspect to the codes as well. So that was very intimidating. So um, I know I've said a whole mouthful. I love <laughs> but, it. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to breathe for a moment here. Let yeah, the audience breathe. <laughs> um, 
Thank you for sharing all of that. I mean, even when you said that you went up to Mount Shasta and asked the Divine Mother and she said your prayers have been answered, like my whole body went like goosebumps. And so for me, being super sensitive, like my clairsentience, that's always a yes. Like, yes, that's a big yes. So thank you for sharing that entire story because I feel like it's really important. And and I love the, like how you talked about as well how like being empathic being dyslexic being highly sensitive being all these things that normal society has told us is wrong right um is actually like the biggest gift and i and i know myself that's so true because i'm super empathic and um i had instances when i worked in corporate where the person next to me would be crying all day and I wouldn't know why I was crying, right? Like, because I couldn't see them because of the way the wall was, right? Yeah. But I would just be sobbing and I'd, and I'd feel okay. Like, I'd feel happy, right? Uh-huh. But right. like, actually be tearing all morning because the person next to me was having a really tough day and was literally crying all day. And, and realizing like, just not knowing how to channel that, right? And, and the boundaries, and so it feels like the Christ codes are like amazing boundaries for yes. people who are highly sensitive, empathic, etc., uh, to be able to, you know, really be able to decipher what's mine, what's mm-hmm. true, and how can I use this to then help people. So tell me how people like can work with the Christ codes, like y- you wrote a book. Is that true? I haven't written a book because I was so excited about what the codes could do. I really felt I needed to get them out. Yeah. And so I am gifting codes at my website that will help you actually clear your field. It's a, it's a a threefold gift. It's clear your field. Actually, that's the second gift. The first gift is a uh, yantra, which will help you reprogram your neural brain patterns to be more receptive to receiving your Christ body template. So I give you that first to open your, your receptivity to the codes. And then the second gift is uh, a mantra, which actually clears your feel. That when I, when I, it showed me in a dream that when you say the mantra, it actually sends like um, uh, a, a, what do you call it? A, like a bolt of energy down your, your mm-hmm. spinal column and it clears, clears the field. So in the dream, I was like red looking tissue was coming out of my crown chakra and my root chakra. And so it, it just clears your field, but it doesn't uh, fry your circuits. Like some, there's some systems out there that are so powerful that they actually, you know, blow you wide open and then you're, it takes you a year or more to get yourself back together because all this stuff comes flooding in. But because of my health issues, my system has to be very gentle on my body. So as powerful as it is, it's very gentle. Mm-hmm. And the entree actually opens you up into like a lucid dream state so that you can start recovering your soul memory and see how different life streams of injuries all connect to like the one thing that you're working on the one thing that's coming up in your field right now and then there's a there is a dna aspect of it which is a numeric sequence that actually helps to anchor that energy that frequency into your cellular dna so that's the 
th- uh, threefold gift that I'm giving on my website. Wow. I want, I want people, if they don't ever use the, go any further, they have that tool. That tool is really, really powerful. And um, it, it can change your life. I mean, daily use of that mantra will exponentially increase your, your, your spiritual radiation, your spiritual vibration. Mm, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. We'll talk about that a little bit later at the end because that is okay. a free gift for our, our viewers. Yeah. I know. I just was perfect to bring it up. So I did. No, it was, it was, it really was. And, and so I want to back up a little bit because we are talking deep about spirituality and spiritual concepts and frequency and vibration. And, and not everybody may be totally, um, maybe they've heard what that means in the past, but maybe it hasn't really landed in this particular moment um, quite yet, or they're, they're grasping for what that actually means for them. So can you like give us a little bit of a definition, if you will, for you, like what frequency and vibration and, and its importance to this type of work and, and our lives really? Well, basically, you know, we are from the third trimester to the seventh year of life, we are being programmed by thoughts and uh, vibration. Um, everything is energy, right? So uh, whether, you know, if someone's saying something to you and they're lying, <clears throat> you can feel that. Right. You, as, a, as an inexperienced person, you may not know that they're lying, but you feel something is off. Something is not right. And so, um, so basically it's it's about getting you more in tune with the energy that you're vibrating with what is your truth what where are you living through what is what story is running your life and and open you open you up cracking kind of cracking you open so that you can break free of the story because the story it's not about the story there's actually a bigger story behind our story our life story it's the soul story. It's the, like the mythological story of the greater being that we are. And people don't realize that when we are uh, born as a soul, we're actually born into multiple life streams simultaneously. Right. And, and so when you have memories of past lives or future lives, all those things are happening now. You are a master in another time. And the trick is to wake up to who you are and bring that energy, embody that energy now. So when I first, um, when I first uh, started meditating, um, I had been on the, a tantric path for years. And so my first experience of, of God was through the sexual energy. And so when I went to started meditating, I... I approached Divine Mother as, as a divine sexual being. And, um, and because I did that, because I made a direct approach like that, she gave me a, over three days a vision of the soul's journey, birthing out of her divine womb space, moving out into the field, and being attached by a silver cord. And so when the life... Now, this interpretation was based on my understanding at that time, so it was a limited understanding. But basically, as I understood it then, was that the silver cord uh, is 
detaches when the life, when that life ends and all the memories and, and the knowledge that was accumulated in that life is stored in the soul through that cord. And so when we are born into the next life or into the next consciousness, because we're already in those lives, right. um, then we have to reawaken that memory uh, before we get to take back our light that we earned in another life. So, and so as in our journey back home, back to source, um, when we fully awaken, we get to keep our light. And then we're sent out into the field uh, as a representative and a co-creator with Mother Sophia. So uh, what that looked like in imagery is it was uh, a big spider web. Mm. And in the center of the web was source. And there was like little cross points on the web. And those were, those were beings who were holding light for her, who were, you know, participating in the creation with her. And so, uh, and I, I didn't realize <laughs> until maybe 20 years later, until I started birthing the Christ codes, that was the beginning of the Christ codes. Mm. That was the, the, the blueprint that she was giving me. And she showed me um, her as a spider. Her body is a spider and each arm had four universes and four parallel universes. And so basically there's 64 universes in, in the whole playing field of creation. Hmm. And so we, we just go from arm to arm as we grow, as we develop, you know, bring as more memory. Our own frequency and vibration. Yeah. So, I mean, the universe is a grand playground for us to play and to, uh, move into form, have experience and get to experience what life is. Right. Um, and when we, when we master the human experience, then we get to be ascended masters if we choose and, and help other, other souls take that journey. Right. So wow. that, that is my passion is uh, to really help people reach that level because right now we're in an ascension cycle where not only do we have an opportunity to ascend, but uh, Mother Gaia is also on ascension path and she's ascending as a being. And so uh, the so Christ just, codes are just here. Briefly, as, yeah. as we're talking about Mother Gaia, for yeah. people who do not understand what that terminology means, it is mm-hmm. the planet Earth. Um, let's make sure that we know that. Okay. And, and also I wanted to back up a little bit to anyone who's like, wait, what do you mean? Like past lives, future lives, everything's happening now. This is actually what science is like stepping into right now is like right. uncovering what mystics, what prophets, what, what people who are divinely connected um, have known for centuries is that there is no such thing as time and space. We've kind of created this cycle, this system so that our brains can comprehend it and categorize it. Cause that's kind of like how our minds work. Mm-hmm. Um, but on a soul level, there actually is no time or space. Everything is happening in this exact moment. And this is why, just like you, you beautifully said, which I loved because I totally teach on that as well and believe and know energy is always moving. So the vibration and the frequency can always shift. It can always change. We can um, change our lives so quickly when we realize the power that we have. And this is what's coming up right now. Um, I also wanted to step back and, and, and I don't know that validate is the right word, but I appreciate your 
your viewpoints and you're bringing up the fact that once you took 100% responsibility for mm -hmm. absolutely everything that had ever happened to you, that was when you were really able to take on like a full healing and really move forward. I think that that's a big thing that we live in the society that when we talk about the thoughts and the programming and everything that has happened, you know, from third trimester up until seven years, that subcon that unconscious state that we're, we're in the subconscious state where we're just taking in information and not deciphering it, not questioning right. it, not filtering it at all, because we don't have the tool to do that yet. That's not how we decided to come into this, this particular lifetime. Um, then, you know, there's, I lost my train of thought. Um, but it's, it's, yeah. So we're, we're brought up in a big sense, uh, with the collective saying life doesn't happen for you. It's happening to you. And we're put into this victim space right. and when we're really able to come out of that and say, no, I actually, I am an adult. I live, you know, and as an adult, I take 100% responsibility, even for what happened in my childhood, which for me was really rough as well. And, and then say like, no, actually my soul chose these lessons because I was trying to learn this. And it's not a judgment, um, but it, it's, it's an awareness tool. And so I love the awareness that you had, which was like, yeah, I just medically healed my body. And then if I don't do this, it's going to come back worse. And next time it's going to take me because it's so true. Like things just yeah. continue, you know, it's like tap, tap, tap. Are you going to get the lesson? Tap, tap, tap. Are you going to get the lesson? And then if you're not, you know, your soul and it's not a, that makes it almost sound like it's a punishment and that's not what it is, but it's your soul tapping on you to wake you up to say you're here for something greater this is what we're moving through in this lifetime. You know, are you going to listen now? Yeah. And as a soul, you actually made the arrangements. It's the contracts right. with your parents, with everyone who's in your life. These are prearranged contracts that the soul made so that you could have this lesson. So you could have this experience so that you could remember who you really are. And what a gift it is when you're when we're really able to shift that belief system really is what it is right mm -hmm. like, right from the prior programming because i know in my life i've done that and now i'm like oh i'm so grateful for that person who treated me awful like because i learned so much from that and i got to see how i didn't you know like what I did want and what I did didn't want, like this whole sifting mm -hmm. and sorting and figuring out what we actually desire, um, and then getting to make different decisions and getting to live in a different way to invite more in that we don't that that we do love that we do desire. So right, right. yeah, thank you. So I'm sorry, I feel like I interrupted you because I wanted to like really bring all of that in. So all right. <sighs> I frankly don't remember where I left off. I don't either. So I'm so sorry, but I do feel like that was, was a good perfect. conversation to kind of bring it back for people. Yeah. I did want to add um, a, a clarification about uh, Sophia, Divine Mother. Yes. Because most of us have been brought up with the image of a male God. 
And um, I know from my own experience that all life comes from the female, from the womb. And so uh, it's, it's a big step to, to realize that, yes, there is a divine feminine and life, that is where life starts. And from her um, eternal spirit, her, her, it's like she's dreaming this, she's dreaming this. It's, we're all in a dream. This is like right. a dream body, right? And um, actually the Christ codes were built out of my 45 years of dream work. Mm. So that's why there's such a strong connection to the dreams. When you work with the codes, they actually do open you up, open up your dream body a lot more. Even if you're a very uh, in-depth dreamer, they will open up even more of your dream, uh, which is your, your soul, your, your whole dream, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I am, I am now capturing, um, I've had all my live streams come in and like a big celebration for, for our life. And, uh, and now I'm capturing my mastery. So I, you know, um, being ordained as high, as a high priestess with Sophia Christ as a Hathor. Um, these things happened to me like years ago and I, I didn't understand what they were showing me. Hmm. It was too much for me to accept that I could be that great. And I think as, as humans, because we are so programmed to believe that everything happened from sin and all this negative, all this negative thinking it's very hard for us to grasp that we are divinity in the body, in body, and we are magnificent. We have the power of creator within us, and we are All using, us. We're using that power. Yeah. We're using that power to create this reality that we see right now. It's a mass consciousness dream that we're in, and to actually break free of it, you have to, cut in a way, cut yourself off from that because all the stuff that they're programming us on the television and this and that is what's creating our illnesses is what's creating the the sicknesses that we see the the killing all that is being programmed into us on a daily basis and if we where we put our attention is what we create right right so we have to disconnect which is why the codes are so important to help you make that disconnection see your identity beyond that begin to see yourself as energy. And when you, when you really start um, breaking free of the illusion, uh, for me, that I began to see the form inside of form. So what I see now is light. I see light grids. When I go into dreams, I, I, start, I start dreaming through grids because I've moved past the form. I'm not attached to the form anymore. And so in our stories, we all get, you know, wrapped up in our stories. Uh, they said this, or she did this, or whatever. You, and that's that's you know that's a trap. It's mm -hmm. a trap. Yeah. So it's about getting getting beyond the story, healing the stories, really truly understanding what your life is about, why why you're here, and um, and so I say you are the mystery. So my my mystery school is mystery school of mastery. You are the mystery. We're here to unlock unwrap the mystery of you and it's it's a grand beautiful journey when you when you can unplug yourself from the pain and suffering it's like we have been programmed to be addicted to pain and suffering right 
And when you realize that you are creating this and you're addicted to it, um, you can then start taking forward steps to, to unprogram yourself. And so in, in current thinking, the, the thinking is it takes 21 to 60 days to set a new pattern. Right. Which is ridiculous. That would take forever, right? But with the Christ codes, you can take a limiting belief, work with the codes, and transmute it in, in 15 minutes or less. Some things are bigger and take a little bit longer because they, it connects to multiple soul times, soul mm -hmm. memories. Um, but you can, you can move through lifetimes in one session that would have taken lifetimes in, in normal living to do. So there wow. is, it's like you can exponentially get yourself ready for the shift that's coming, the ascension that is happening on this planet. I love that. And I love, I love your explanation earlier too about how gentle it was because I myself have done some pretty intense <laughs> things um, because that was what I was called to do. There, you know, there was nothing right or wrong or indifferent about that, but I, I feel like and some things that I did were much harsher than probably what I really needed to do at that point. Um, and, and, you know, having, that's another thing that happens that can happen. It depends on your belief system for sure. But what happened for me was that I went through a huge transformation and up leveled spiritually, vibrationally so quickly that my body didn't come with quick enough. And mm. so I had immense pain um, and it had a whole other, had a whole bunch of different fun things going on in my life at the time that were very, very destructive and uncomfortable and not fun. Um, just attracted like a whole stuff, you know, a whole bunch of stuff because there was something in me that was like, but I can't be happy if you're, you know, like you can't feel good all the time. Like you can't, you know, right. be that amazing because, if you are, then something else, you know, the other shoe needs to drop, right? Like that's something that a lot of people say, like, and, yeah. and, and that's a belief system, right? And so, but that actually doesn't need to be true. Right. It doesn't have to be hard. It can be so right. gentle. My clients are blown away that something that has been perplexing them all their life was resolved in one session when they were able to see all the lifetimes that were connected to it and just dissolve it in that moment. So we're actually collapsing timelines that no longer serve us and reestablishing re a new blueprint with the codes so that you can anchor in that higher aspect of yourself, that, that consciousness, that mastery that you're living in, in other nows can now begin to embody within you. And in my own experience, I've seen it coming in. It almost looked like, um, wormholes like opening up and this energy was coming at me and it was like a light grid that just planted inside of me like when I when I was able to connect to that lifetime the memory of it and claim my mastery for it I actually saw it coming at me coming towards me and energetically landing as a blueprint in my body hmm wow so, so that's, that's what's happening on an energetic level when we do this work. We are, we are actually imprinting new timelines where we're living in our mastery so that we can embody. Because Ascension is not about going anywhere. It's about embodying your mastery, embodying all your soul powers in this now, 
with the consciousness of who you are and all these other live streams integrating into one being. So that's basically Christ consciousness is unity consciousness. It's mm -hmm. knowing that you're part of the one body. It is the one body of Christ. Christ consciousness is the one body of Sophia Christ in form, in wow. individual expressions of that form. I love that. It's so amazing. And what I'm feeling called to say is like, I love your clairvoyance of how clearly you see all of these things. And I just want to tell our listeners or watch viewers. Um, I don't know why watchers came up, but that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. That was such a funny word, but um, not everybody sees that clearly. And, and we all have these different, we have the ability though. That's just the thing that I want to say. And it's a muscle and like learning to flex your clairvoyance muscle or your clear audience muscle or your clear cognizance muscle or your clear sentience muscle, like all of these things um, are really amazing. And so if you're not familiar with what you know, is your strong points? Because I hear, I see, I feel like I know, like I go through all of those things as well. Um, but I'm just feeling like for, for someone who maybe isn't as um, adept at these certain skills, you're not wrong. There's nothing wrong with you in your journey. You are where you are in your journey and you're getting whatever you're supposed to be getting out of this particular episode. Um, so just take what's here for you and just know that there is no judgment. You can't do it wrong. You've not been screwing anything up. Um, you just are where you are and you were attracted to this for, a for, for whatever reason. So mm -hmm. um, I just really wanted to like bring that in because I, I, I love the hearing of your visions. And, and when you're talking about the grid, what really comes up for me that I feel like most people will then be able to kind of understand a little bit better as to what you're talking about is the movies, the matrix and how, you know, you're plugged in and then you go into this other world like that kind of is the truth. That's like a documentary. That it is a documentary than a, a sci-fi movie. It's right. really is going on we are really programmed in living a dream that's not real and uh, i was going to say something uh it's gone something that was connected to what you were saying before but yeah it'll come back if you know i know it is it took me years to understand that the way i see was a gift that everybody else doesn't see that way i mean when i was a little girl I would see electrons flying around in the sky and I'm like, I, I didn't know how to talk to people about it. I didn't know what they were. And when I started going into deeper spiritual work and realizing, Oh, I'm seeing atoms and electrons and mm. you know, I see inside of behind form inside energy. I see energy. So I didn't recognize those gifts. And frankly, you know, being empathic, dyslexic, and highly sensitive, I thought those were negatives, right? I didn't realize they were my gifts at all. And even today, I'm still having to claim who I am, what are, what are, what are my capabilities, because I am still working through programs. You know, it's, it's, it's right. a journey. There's no destination. It's a journey. We, we are... Um, we signed up for this craziness. I know, you know, we're as big as the universe and, yeah. you know, we're just in this little planet called Earth and in these little bodies and 
taking in as much as we can and we're, we're growing, expanding. Our consciousness is opening and we're seeing life in a whole new way. And science is finally getting behind what we as spiritualists have known all along. Yeah. It's wonderful to have the science. And so the Christ Codes has the science aspect mm. of it as well. So it's a spirituality, science, and then our, our enterprise, our divine feminine approach to business. So, you know, I really feel that um, in my own journey of birthing these codes, it's like, well, how do I get them out to the world? You know, and um, I am actually relying on uh, people who have mastered the masculine approach mm. in the sense that people who are really successful in this business are doing it because they understand basic spiritual principles. And it's because of that that they're successful. So we need to take the, what is good about the divine masculine right. and, and marry it with the divine feminine way, which is a, more, it's a softer, more gentle approach that's more intuitive. Um, so instead of like that, that pushing energy, right? But, but what, for the people who are really mastered that level, take, take what they've mastered and use it to get your message out there, right? Right. It's because we, you know, we just can't like throw out the baby with the bathwater, right? Mm -hmm. It's where we, how would I say this? We're in an evolutionary stage of consciousness. So for, you know, 10,000 years, we were in the, the, the matriarch or 5,000 years. And the next 5,000 years, we, were, we, we went into the next wave, which was the, the patriarch. And now we're coming into a new wave where we're bringing that together. We're now merging the divine family, the divine feminine, the divine masculine. We needed to have life experiences in both of those consciousness so that we could fully embrace uh, the messages and the powers and, and everything about that aspect of ourselves. And so, but we tend to forget, you know, it's like, well, when we go into the new cycle, it's like, you know, we abort, we disavow the other side completely. And that's not, you know, no, no, no. Now it's time to bring it back into unity, bring it back together. And it is, and it's to me, like, the, like just being in the masculine energy, just being in the action, just being in the, the you know, do, 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 and, and, and all of that is not sustainable without the flow and the ease of the divine feminine, like coming in and being right. together and, and, and they're beautiful when they're together right like they're there it, it is like it's flow and it's action and it's because it's inspired action like that's what right. it is it's not this hustle and grind struggle till you die i'll sleep when i'm dead whatever <laughs> type of culture that we've um created out of just having a masculine heavy um society and again, it worked for us, right? Like I, I had never even considered the fact that we were so such a matriarch for so long. And mm -hmm. then we moved into the patriarch and now we're moving into, you know, being married together, which is um, powerful. But yeah, I think going back to, you know, we signed up to be in these crazy bodies in this crazy life and like live in this matrix dream world um, <laughs> to have all these experiences to, to, again, sift and sort and figure out what do we prefer, right? Like it's, yeah, hey, we did this and then that didn't quite work. And then we did this and that's not quite working. And so now what's the next step? So yeah. 
There's one more piece of the puzzle that I, I would love to express if we have time. Yes. Okay, great. Because it, it falls back into the matrix, which is the fact that we are a dream. We are dreaming our life. And when we go to sleep, we're, we're connecting to our higher dream body, our fifth dimensional dream body, really. Correct. So when we dream at that level, everything happens. If, you're in, if you notice your dreams, whenever you focus on something in a dream, it instantaneously manifests. And so that's, that's the clue. It's like once you name something, you have set the blueprint in motion. You are energetically now establishing that creation. So if you say, well, I'm, I feel sick, or I have this, you're establishing that blueprint. You're bringing, drawing that energy in. But the thing I wanted to say about dreams is that uh, there are beings on the planet and in, in the universe that are master dreamers. And they know how to tap into our dreams. And so we get tapped into all the time unless you know how to protect yourself from that level mm -hmm. of influence. And so I feel a lot of the reasons why the light workers have not progressed as far as they have is that they're getting tapped in at a dream level and not realizing that they're being influenced by that. And it's, it's, and I'm not saying this to be scary. I'm just saying that it's important when you go to sleep at night to surround yourself in your, in your field of light. So obviously, if we, when we are love, because we are love, when we're totally aligned with love, there's nothing that can penetrate us because the dark and the light is the same, right? But since we are still waking up to who we are and we're in divided consciousness still, whenever we're not in love, whenever we're not aligned, uh, energies can come in, tap into us because it's, it's, an, it's an energetic connection. It's almost like being hooked into something energetically. Mm -hmm. um, when you accept a, a illusion or, or a lie or whatever, you're energetically, it attaches to you, usually in your solar plexus or in the back of the head. There's another, that's your mouth of God center. So um, I just wanted to say, Pay more attention to your dreams. And when you go to bed at night, you know, surround yourself in a, a field of love and light and align your heart with God. If you call it God, goddess, whatever you, whatever you call eternal spirit. Just make that connection before you go to sleep. And then you are, in, you know, you, you cannot be penetrated at that point. Thank you for sharing that. And I, because, and I feel called to say, maybe you as a listener, viewer, are, do not have dreams that you remember. This is still a good practice. And when Sonia talks about envisioning yourself, like surrounding yourself in love and light, that's, you can just imagine it. You can just like, you don't yeah. have to like do a process or light candles or, you know, do something that you feel might be unsafe as you fall asleep. Like there's nothing that you need to do here other than have that intention, set, set that intention, imagine yourself in love and light. And, and it's so fascinating that you say this, Sonia, because I really resonate. Like I actually do this every night, um, just naturally, like I, mm -hmm intuitively been called to do this and just like get really appreciative right like to just get into that appreciation space to get into a space of high high love and send love to the people that i adore and that i'm working with and my beloved and you know like all of these different people and just be in that space 
Um, and that has helped me tremendously. I mean, because then you wake up in a, in a better space too. Yes, absolutely. So people don't realize that we're, we're jumping in and out of timelines constantly. You know, we, we see it as this picture book and it's all flowing in front of us, but we're actually jumping through different timelines. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know if we have time for another story. I'd but, love it. Tell it. Okay. So, uh, when the Christ codes were starting to come in, I was meditating outside and actually I, I used to do sun gazing. I still do. Uh, but in Mount Shasta, it's kind of hard because there's not as much sun. Um, but when I started doing the sun gazing, I realized that in the center of our sun is a blue sphere. And, um, and I understood the words of Jesus when he said, to go to the father, you must go through me. And then I realized that at the center of our sun is the Christ, is mm. the blue, blue sun inside of our golden sun. And I, and I understood those words, the true meaning of those words, that the Christ is at the center of our sun and it's at the center of our heart. You know, we, we have a sun inside of our heart. It's a mirror, the sun is a mirror of that. Mm. And, and inside, when you sun gaze, safe, I mean, I, I'm not promoting people to sun gaze. This, there has to be a safe approach to this. Right. But the Christ is, is moving through that. The sun is actually allowing that Christ ray to come through because it's a very powerful ray. So, um, but anyway, I was meditating and because I've been doing the sun gazing, I see like this, this sphere in front of my eyes all the time. It's like this golden sphere. It's always there. And, um, and I was meditating and I started seeing birds and hummingbirds and hawks and uh, dragonflies reappearing, like going through that, going through that portal, disappearing, coming back in. And that, that's what tuned me into the fact that we are, the animals are jumping through different timelines all the time. So are we, we just don't know it. So I just, that's kind of a really a far out kind of thing, maybe for your audience, but those are the kind of the capabilities that we have when we uh, free ourselves from the illusions of this body, we can actually travel on those light grids into other dimensions. It's just as real as what we're doing now. It's a reality that, that is, that exists and the invisible worlds are really what, it's through the invisible worlds that we create this world. So it's not the other way around. So when you start opening up and dropping your form, dropping the illusion, realizing that you are, you are infinite energy, you're immortal being in, in physical form, uh, and that you have all these gifts and powers you can tap into, then you can start traveling and affecting consciousness at that level. Yes. And I, I, so much comes up for me as you're talking about this, because I'm, I'm totally on board. Like I'm, I'm in this world. So, um, and I'm, I'm super aware of it and I love it. And so part of what comes up for me is like, so many people in business coaching specifically talk about quantum leaping 
right? And how you can move your business so much quicker or your life or your love life, like whatever that is, like so much faster than what we traditionally thought was possible, right? With the limited thinking. And so this is, and, and, and from the science perspective, this is quantum physics. Like this is what we're talking about. Right. Um, this is real. This is what science is like proving and, and all of that. So if, if as a listener or viewer, you are like, what is this? That is what you want to do some research on if you feel called to do that. Um, and then what also came up for me was, did you ever read the book Illusions by Richard Bach? Love it. Love Such that an book. amazing book. So <laughs> as a listener, viewer, <laughs> if you feel called to like, but you know, read something, it's super short, like it's a very easy read. Um, it's a story. And it's really talking about this concept in a way that's going to be mind bending and really fun. Like I just like, I read that book and I went, this is the truth. <laughs> like, that's my husband's favorite book. He used to pass it out to everybody. Here, read it, read it. You love it. I love it. <laughs> It's so good. I tried to give it to my partner. He didn't take it. I was like, all right. Oh, it's, it's a great, he's a great writer. He, yes. He, he writes so powerfully the truth. Yeah. In a simple, uh, enjoyable story, you know. Yeah. We all love the story, right? We all learn through the story. Uh, it's just, we do. the trick is not to get stuck in the story. Amen. <laughs> that, is, that is, that is, I mean, that's the human experience. Right. How do I break out of the story and I'm able to define myself and redefine myself and continually evolve. Right. And, and like continually. So I really appreciate too, that you were saying, you know, you're still working through different stories and programming and all of that, because that is the truth. Like we're constantly evolving and growing and healing and expanding into like this further awareness in whatever way that is feels right for people um and it's so funny i feel called to tell this story so he, we here locally have um, a grocery store that is about to go out of business and they don't and i see it and i'm like they don't actually have to go out of business if they were willing to evolve and to, and to hear what people were looking for and to like really um, reinvent themselves. Mm -hmm. The thing of it is, is that when they opened how many years ago, they were the only one of their kind, right? And now other, you know, people in the market for grocers have been like, oh, that's a good market to tap into, right? So now they have more competition. And I'm like, and isn't that true for all of us that when we're stuck in the same story of like, well, I already invented something new. I don't have to continue on, right? That's not actually how life works. Exactly. Like, exactly. Like and that brings up a point I wanted to, to speak to is that a lot of um, people who are in the healing business or you know, transformational business have gotten stuck in their system. And we're, if, you, if you're latched on to just one thing, you're not allowing what can come through you. So in my own journey, um, I've gone from one, one teaching to another, not, not like, you know, every six months. I mean, I stick with something for 18 years. I stick with another system for 18 years. But, you know, taking the best out of that and creating some, they, you know, mother created something new with the Christ Codes, but it was founded on my the basic 
spiritual principles that I was living at that time and taking it to another level because to affect change in the world right now uh, exponentially, because we need to exponentially move because things are moving that fast, we need systems in place that can, that can take us there. Right. And that's why so many people are actually birthing new ideas, new ways of doing things that can take to, can make those quantum leaps. And so, um, so yeah, I'm, so I'm, I'm looking for people who are, you know, you know, want to leave that stuck place that they're in, want to go to the next level, are actually birthing something that is terrifying them. You know, I want to be able to help the people who help people uh, get their message out, get their work out, because um, because the things that are coming down the pike um, <clears throat> can be changed if enough of us are awake. We can affect change and stop this insanity that's going on when more of us are working at these higher levels right. and affecting <clears throat> timelines. Uh, yeah, affecting the timelines. And the matrix is kind of a story that shows you how that can be done. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> uh, I love this conversation, Sonia, so much. Thank you so much for joining us and, and being so open and having, you know, this is a scary conversation, right? Yeah. Like, I just yeah. want to say it out loud. Like, it's scary to record this type of information because it is not what is culturally you know, collectively acceptable, um, in our society. And so I really want to honor you for showing up. And so tell us where we can find the free gift of like downloading the three parts to the Christ codes and all of that, because I'm so excited to do it for myself and whoever <laughs> feels called to do that as well. All right. So it's easy. Just go to christcodes.com. Still like the Christ codes with an S C-O-D-E-S dot com. And you'll find the free gift on that page. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So Sonia, I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful that we met. I'm so grateful to be able to um, facilitate sharing your work in a much bigger way through this podcast. And if you are new to this podcast, we are the Divine Feminine Leaders. We are a feminine view of entrepreneurship for women, by women. Every week, I either teach or I have an interview with a woman who is really living in her zone of genius, is an entrepreneur, is doing the scary things every single day, and really helping to share her mission, why she's uh, doing her work. Everyone is here doing their work from a spiritual way, which doesn't necessarily mean religion or dogma or rules. It's connecting into our own divinity, which Sonia so beautifully stated, because that is the truth. Once we take 100% personal responsibility and realize like we are um, the God or goddess in our own lives, that is when we can really affect change because that power comes from the heart. It does not come from any other space. So we really appreciate you. We honor you for showing up, for listening Thank to this. So please, please, please download um, Sonia's free gift. And her, web, her website is again, Christcodes.com. And you can also find that on my website at divinefeminineleaders.com backslash 
Sonia, which is spelled S-O-N-Y-A-H. So thank you so much, and we will see you next week. All right. Thank you. Thank you.